Okay, we are in Sefer Nachum, the second parak of a three-parak Sefer. And as we said yesterday, Nachum focuses solely and uniquely on the coming destruction of Sancherev and Assyria, all three Prakim. And so we begin with him proclaiming the news of Asher's defeat that is coming and Sancherev's death. So, Pasakal, Hine al Harim Ragle Mavaser Mashmia. On the hilltops, a messenger is heralding the news. We've seen that metaphor before. Uh, Yeshayahu uses it as well. A messenger bringing news of redemption. Here he's bringing news of the defeat, imminent defeat of Sancherim and Asher. Now, Israel, Mashmia Shalom Chagai, Yehuda Chagayich, Shalmini Darayich. Remember that when Sancherim was ruling outside of Jerusalem, the rest of Judea, they were discouraged from going to the base Hamikdash, they were discouraged from bringing their korbanos. Now says the Navi, Chagi Yehuda, celebrate your Chagim, Shalmei Yidorecha, fulfill all your Nidorim, Hilo Yosef, Od Avor Bach Belial, Kulo Nichras. Because no longer will this very evil person be tormenting you, he will be gone, kula nichras. He will be totally destroyed. And as Rashi said, kula nichras, hu He will leave nothing behind. Pasuk Beis, and here I would just like to amplify something we discussed yesterday and we discussed previously. That was Sancheru's foreign policy or resettlement, where what he did rather than leave the population he had conquered to stay on their land, being ripe for fomenting revolution and unrest, he exiled them randomly to the furthest reaches of his empire. And you literally never heard from them again as you have not heard from the 10 tribes. So this has, and this we haven't discussed, it has amazing halachic ramifications, what Sancheru did in this resettlement. So the Gemara tells us the story of an Ammonite who came to ask to be converted. An Ammoni and a Moabite cannot come into the Kahal Yisrael, cannot be converted, something like the 10th generation. And Rabbi <coughs> says in the Gemara, yes, there are no such things as Ammonites and Moabites anymore. So that doesn't apply. You can convert the person. In other words, what Sancheirev did was obliterate the individual nations that were given special halachic treatment in that they could not enter Klai Israel. Moreover, there is a requirement to destroy the seven Canaanite nations. Uh, that were living in Canaan. No longer. They too are gone, and it is held by the Mephorshim that that no longer holds true. There is one nation that is an exception to that, that they are not excused, they are not considered obliterated. You are to destroy them completely. Any guesses? Amalek. 
Yes, Amalek. Because Amalek isn't any longer, it's a nation, it's an ideology. And yes, the commandment to destroy Amalek still survives. But that just shows how far-reaching Sancheirim was. Remember, that empire went, some say, from Asia Minor all the way to Europe. And that it was limitless where he could send them. In any event, that's where the Navi picks up. Allah mafits al-panayich. Mafits means someone who scatters, which is samcherev, and that's referring to this policy. Allah mafits al-panayich, the one who has scattered you, the ten tribes, has left you. Moreover, he has left from your face. He is facing his own siege now. Therefore, Israel, get out on the road. Chazek masnayim, gird your loins, ames koach, steal your courage to the aid. In other words, get on the road, see for yourself. And this should bring you a strength, an inner strength that helps you reach the Kodesh Baruch um, and, and you will, out of it, you will see the glory of what the Kodesh Baruch has done for you. Kishav Hashem Eska'on Yaakov Kiga'on Yisrael, because Hashem restored that the pride of Yaakov and Yisrael, Yaakov could mean here Yisrael and Yehuda, and it adds the pride of Yisrael, which would be Yehuda. He has restored them. He bekokum bokekim ubizmorehem shichasu, because the plunderers have laid them bare and have destroyed their wine branches. He's talking about Bavel under Nebuchadnezzar has, you know, destroyed them. Remember, this is again 70 years before the Hurban. Um, Nebuchadnezzar is a blip on the world screen. He is yet to rise, and yet we are predicting or prophesying in great specificity exactly what's going to happen. This sentence, Kishav Hashem is going Yaakov, going Yisrael, plundered their fields and their wine destroyed. The Abarbanel is a opinion of one that says you can interpret this pasuk to apply to B'nai Israel, who will be destroyed by Bovel. In other words, Israel's destruction under Nebuchadnezzar is contained in this pasuk. He says, they will come and destroy your fields, they will destroy your wine, refers to Bovel. But again, it's a singular minority opinion. Continues the Navi. This was referring to a minha, specifically among the um, Babylonians when they invaded. In other words, they dressed in bright colors, in like a scarlet red. Some say that what they did was even coat their uh, shields with the blood of their last enemy. And so that's what the Navi is saying. Um, their shields are reddened. The soldiers themselves are scarlet. The chariots glisten with the fires of the torches. 
Beyom Hachino, when they come and they get prepared for Habrushim Harolo, what they did was take their very beautiful spears made out of cypress wood and tip them with poison so that they are perfectly positioned to wreak complete destruction. Bechutzos Yisholu in the um, chariots will careen through the streets, what's going to show that in Ninveh and in the cities of Asher, there's total chaos. There's helter-skelter fleeing. Um, chariots careen down the streets. Yishtashikun berobos. Uh, they clang and screech as they go, um, just without any direction. I think Rashi says, um, exactly. They're like crazy people running around without direction. Uh, they are running around like torches without a control. Um, they are reddened without control. Uh, they look like burnt out torches, like lightning without any sort of direction. They dash like lightning. They dash around not knowing what to do. Again, as Rashi says, they're, they're crazed by the suddenness and, and totality of the attack. So now the leaders of Ashur are trying, according to Nahum, to bolster their men, reminding them of past glories militarily. Yizkor Adira, remember your great people. This is like their leaders talking. And yet it doesn't help. They stumble uh, as they walk. Uh, or they will stumble in future tense. Yimharu chalmosa v'huchon hasolcheir. The walls uh, are are fallen. They will try to protect it, but it's an interesting concept. Huchan uh, hasolchach. The covering for the walls is already in place. So what does that mean, the covering in place? If it's in place, that would sort of help the defenders of, of the city against Ashur. What it means here is that what the enemies did was work to cover the wall with a huge netting, the top of the wall, which prevents them from defending themselves from shooting projectiles out, allowing the enemy to burrow under the tunnel and infiltrate the city from within. So when they say, it is that the enemy, the invading Assyrians, the invading have covered the thing so you can't even get out. You can't send missiles or projectiles or rocks out of there. That the gates of the rivers uh, have been breached and the Heichal Nomo, the fortifications have melted. In other words, you're gone. Um, or it could mean the gates of the sea, near the bridges themselves have been breaches, the palaces are melting. Um, it could be that the stones themselves that, that have been thrown by Babel has already damaged the walls. The Heichal Nomo, so melted the, the, the walls of the city. 
for Hutzar also, and Hutzar has been exiled into exile. What and who is Hutzar? Hutzar is the queen. The queen usually is kept away in modest seclusion. And Hutzav, the word comes from that she stands, Hutzav al-Yamin Hamelach, she stands by the right of the king. Some suggest that Hutzav is the name of this particular queen. Uh, and she has been sent into Golos. She's been brought out in the open, sent to Golos. Moreover, her handmaidens, Minagos, Bekolioni, Mitpofos, They behave like doves bleeding upon their hearts. Um, it's very interesting that the Yona is often in, portrayed as a um, wailing uh, animal, a wailing bird that signifies grief. And that's what they are, their hearts are fluttering in grief, her handmaidens. The Kirvirkas Mayim Mimei He Bahema Nasim Imdu Imdu in its prime, was like a body of water at rest, still, serene, tranquil. And now the Hamo Nasirimdo Indova Ain Mifana. Now they flee in panic and um, what they are told, Imdu, Imdu, they are told by their leaders, stop, wait, don't panic, stand where you are, fight. The Ain Mifana. Nobody is paying any attention. To them. They are just desperate in panic. And now this is like Nahum speaking to the Babylonians, like encouraging them on. Bazu Kesef, plunder the silver. Bazu Zahav, plunder the gold. The Ain Kotzelituna, there is no limit. Hema uh, Nasim, I'm sorry, Kazu Zahav, the Ain Kotzelituna, Kavod Mikol Klichemda. Kavod is like clean out. Clean out every precious vessel. Uh, again, Nachum is trying to instruct the Babylonians how to proceed in their looting and pillaging. Why would now, he want to give that message? Huh? Why would he want to give that message? He's encouraging the Babylonians to destroy the Assyrians. That's his whole Havamina. Go get them. It's open to you. As they looted others, now you loot them. Now comes an interesting alliteration. Buka umavuka umavukala. In other words, empty out, empty and plunder and breach. Uh, again, instructing the invading Babylonians. Um, and the lave namas in their hearts will melt, uh, their knees buckle. The They will. Um, their faces have gotten blackened from the fright, from the sorrow that they face. Now he's a sort of Nahum speaking to the conquered Assyrians and taunting them. In other words, like, where are your lions of yesteryear? I am on Arroyos. You were once like a lion, and you brought food to your whelps, to your young lions. It's another name for a lion. It's interesting, there are four descriptions of lions here. And interestingly, before some show, in the Navi, where a lion is a very common metaphor, there are ten types of lions. Uh, here he uses four arroyos, fear him. 
uh, Aryeh Lavi, Gur Aryeh, and that you fed them you, you, in the open. You brought food and, and prayed to your young lions. No one was frightened. You brought it back openly to the lions then, and you feed it was none to make him afraid. The lion would take prey for his cubs. That's another one, Guryosav. Uh, and he would fill up his uh, dens with prey. He would just store the food. Cheerful. Um, he would fill it up with carcasses, with bodies, without shame, without fear of being attacked by other animals. He did it openly. And of course, the analogy is obvious. This is the treasure and looting, looting that was Usher's stock and trade. In other words, they looted everything they touched and they left it, they stored it. Now it is not going to happen because Hashem is now speaking to Asher. I am against you. I stand against you, Asher. No Hashem swallows. I will burn your chariots in smoke. I will eliminate your prey from the earth. I will wipe you from the worlds, from the land. And no one will hear, interestingly, the voices of your messengers. What does that mean? Radak has a very interesting pairs that what they did above El, uh, Asher rather, what they did was send out messengers before the invasion whose sole purpose was to terrify the populace. Um, and the classic example is Rav Shakeh, who went out before Sancheru, and we learned in the Navi, he was brutal. He was just taunting and brutal and, and sacrilege and physically harming. And so that was their stock in trade. No longer will your malachim go out to spread fear. Um, it is over. And so we will see that um, in the end, Ashuria, the most powerful empire of its time, disappears without a trace, without a hereditary leader, without anything, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu so desired. We will resume tomorrow with the final chapter of Nachum, which completes the destruction. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Be there. You won't want to miss it. Hot con.